I remember those wonderful dances in El Monte. So welcome to the first of the winter Sharko Pots. I'm just going to try and blitz my way through some of the clubs now. And I'll get to some more later when I get some time. I'm going to start with Ajax. So some interesting youngsters lined up. They're looking at L.A. Elmkis, who's an 18-year-old from Hoffenheim, his agent. Hawking him around at the moment. Manchester City have taken a look. And Ajax are considering a bid in January. They'd also like to do a deal for Moise King, but I don't think that'll be possible. However, young Mexican left winger who Liverpool have shown a lot of interest in, called Diego Lanes, will probably make the move to Ajax in the coming January window, I would think. So Arsenal in a peculiar position at the moment. They really need a right winger. They're going to need a central midfield player when Ramsey goes, and they will need a new centre-back, although they have plenty on the books, but none are really working out. Not too far into the future, they will also need a goalkeeper and a left-back. They have looked at Caelan Navas, uh, but he doesn't want to sit on the bench, which will make it difficult. Radislaw Majekic is possibly a target, but I'm not so sure work payment will be easy. At centre-back, you know, Declan Rice has been of interest, but he's not first pick material yet. The same with Reese Oxford. He's liked, but he's seen as immature and not ready. In midfield, they have looked at Weagle. There is interest. It's back. But with Torero at the club, it would mean a change of formation to give him regular game time. Left back, they did look at Philippe Lewis, who was at Chelsea at one time. He's available. He's no longer first pick at Atletico. But even though his contract runs out in the summer, his price is really pretty high. So, you know, I can't see that happening either. Other midfield options, Zielinski, seen as a good replacement, but Napoli will look to give him a new contract and block any move for the player. Ever Beniga, well, you know, I think this is beginning in his old Arsene Wenger target, actually. And it's looking likely that they will try and push ahead and get something done there. It's it's a bit of an odd decision. I'm, and I understand not everybody at the club is convinced by the idea of taking someone on who's 30, 31, whatever he is now. And other people want to push for the likes of Hector Herrera, who's a little younger. And certainly Pablo Fornals has been considered. So there were options there. Almiron was, you know, nailed down to sign. So everyone told me, but I don't see that happening at all. Um, I don't see where he'd fit in if Oza were to leave, perhaps. On the right wing, the clear target is Nicolas Pepe. It's a position they're short in. They were looking at the likes of Martin Pavon in the summer. Could return for Pavon still. I think that's unlikely. Arsenal were at a game against Rennes in August. Pepe was one of the players watched.
the Mysterons, sworn enemies of Earth. Possessing the ability to recreate an exact likeness of an object or person. But first, they must destroy. Leading the fight, one man fate has made indestructible. His name, Captain Scarlet. This is the voice of the Mysterons. We know that you can hear us, Earthmen. You attacked our complex on Mars. And you will pay a heavy price. Our next act of retaliation will be to destroy the city of London. Do you hear, Earthman? We will destroy the city of London. Christian Pavel is an old Arsene Wenger target. There is interest in Barcelona from PSG and from another English side, but they've already been told that when he moves it will be to Barcelona. So I suspect he'll stay in South America until the option arises. Uh, Roma have Sengizanda, the Turkish child there at the club. Well thought of by lots of people, but I'm not so sure he'd be able to adapt quite so quickly. The asking price is high. He's a right winger and Roma need another right winger. They certainly don't want to be getting one unless they have to. So a number of other sides have actually already wet with Monchi and in Milan a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago, Borussia Dortmund, who was speaking to him about another player, did raise the whole situation with Ungern, see if something could be done. Bayern Munich has shown a little interest. He's on a list of four wingers they need 
to consider in order to fill two positions. So, you know, there's every chance he could move, but I'm not so sure it will be to Arsenal. Spurs, Manchester City took a look, but neither see value in the price being asked. So, to Spain, Atletico Madrid, they are after central midfield player. They did speak to Chelsea about one player. I think that's unlikely. Tonali is someone who really interests interests them. Uh, Milinkovic-Savic, they've tried very hard to get a deal, but I don't think he's going to leave Italy. And Herrera is the other player they've spoken to the club about. I doubt something's going to happen there in the short term. They can wait till the summer. They have a couple of players who might well leave in January, but they're not in any rush. I think Ritsu Doan will probably join them. And uh, he's a youngster and he's really one for the future. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen has spoken to Chelsea about taking a youngster on loan next season. Uh, I, he's a popular player, so I don't think he'll be going there. They've looked at Bergwin from, uh, from PSV. It looks unlikely. Their main priority is sorting out the coaching situation at the moment, and they're going to do some rework on their scouting network, I understand. Benfica have uh, Ruben Dias, who's attracting a lot of attention, which may see him leave in January if a large enough offer is made. They do need the money at the moment. Uh, they've been trying to strike a deal for Zadas, but I, I expect him to complete his move to Monaco once he's resolved his metatarsal problem, probably next summer. Dortmund have been looking at a lot of younger players from the English leagues. They've spoken to Chelsea about three players. They're also showing an interest in Declan Rice, Phil Foden. They're showing an interest in... Who's young? I've forgotten his name. Bobby Duncan. That's another one they've shown an interest in. Plus, they're looking at the likes of the up-and-coming players like Pyotet. Maxi Lopez is still seen as actually a sort of reliable fill-in option. 
It's a young Everton kiddie called Anthony Gordon who's a forward they're quite keen on. They've taken up their option already, so it's a, uh, I believe the term is done deal uh, for Paco Alsasa. Uh, Danny Olmo, Dynamo Zagreb are happy to profiteer. There's lots of interest in him. You know, Dortmund Palace, I think. Um, Milan in particular as well. Uh, they have made an inquiry about Thorgan Hazard. They will potentially look to Zaha as an option, although there's a very large offer that's already been made for him. As a Pulisic replacement, should he leave? Jonathan Bamber is another that they like, but they know they can't get him easily. David Nerez, another. And again, as I said, they've spoken to Roma about singers under. So they've got a few central field ideas. They did talk to Ajax about Frankie de Jong. He's going elsewhere, so that doesn't really matter. Matt O'Reilly is another youngster they've looked at. And Adam Morazak is right-sided midfield player. Um, they've looked at some centre-backs, but I don't think it's an immediate problem. But it will be in the summer. They're one of the many clubs looking at Tobedo as well, so... We'll see what happens there. Militao's been looked at by them, but he is way overpriced. Borussia Mönchengladbach are after a centre-back. They've been knocking on the doors of Chelsea and West Ham. Uh, Reese Oxford is seen as a good option to them. Money is a bit of an issue at the moment, but they will continue to look. So Bournemouth are not a particularly attractive club, which makes it difficult to recruit players. Kenny Lalas remains of interest to them. They have spoken to Chelsea about a player, but that isn't going to happen. And there might be some consideration to take Solanke from Liverpool on some sort of loan-to-buy deal. Uh, Solanke left Chelsea largely because he didn't want to go on loan. It's really unclear what's going to happen to him 
going forward with Liverpool. They're sort of stuck with him at the moment, not using him. So, you know, there will be plenty of takers, the likes of Huddersfield and Bournemouth, if the player would agree to a loan. So Brighton, uh, they need to sort out this director of football role. You know, there's been all this stuff with Dan Ashworth, and I think something will happen there. In terms of players, they're really keen on Francois Camano, but are going to face a real battle to get him to move. Uh, Rhys James remains of interest. James McCarthy might be a viable loan option for them because they do need a central midfield player, and they have been looking at Philip Billing as another option. But, you know, McCarthy's a high risk. He's got no game experience for quite a long time now, and I'm not sure Brighton will be willing to go down that road. So, Crystal Palace. Uh, They're in real need of a striker and other various forwards. Wide player if Zaha leaves, and there is a good chance he will. Uh, Danny Olmo has been looked at. He's playing for Dynamo Zagreb at the moment. Uh, I think he came out of Barcelona originally. They are more than happy to profiteer. There's a lot of interest in him. But I do not think there's any chance of moving to Crystal Palace. Uh, Edin Zeko, you know, I think cost cost and age would get to that one. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Danny Welbeck, high risk. I think you'd worry very much about how fit he can stay. They Again, they've spoken to Chelsea. Another club speaking to Chelsea about players. Ishmael Assar, Ren are not going to want to sell and he is going to have far better options than Crystal Palace. Jonathan Bamba, another player who's doing really well in France this season. Uh, his club will fight to keep him. You know, It would take a lot of money and it would be a bold move for the player to move to Crystal Palace. Uh, Gabriel Barbosa, so a bit of an enigma still. Kia has been talking to a number of clubs been discussions between Santos and Inter he's spoken in England to West Ham and Crystal Palace he's also spoken with Marseille about the availability of the player uh, the player is unconvincing when not in his home country is about all I can say uh, the issue has been raised by another advisor to a third party in this country which is very, very difficult to unravel some of the money involved with his representation and agents. It's not as clear as perhaps it should be. Something, oddly enough, UEFA are trying to ban. There's a meeting in Geneva at Neon on the 15th and 16th of January, and it's on the list. There's a whole issue surrounding agents. So again, I don't see it happening there. So, But they will keep looking and something will happen.
So on to Everton. They're in real need of a striker, they're in need of a right winger. And if they do lose a green for midfield in the summer, they will need a central midfield player as well. They've looked at Hayes' Corona. Uh, He is a right winger, he would be a really good option, but I don't see anything happening. Lozano is obviously a player that Brands knows well, but the problem is always going to be that if you take on a senior person from a club, the club will not be happy if you then try and cherry-pick players from them. They don't really want to sell him. If they do sell him, it'll be a higher price than I would think Everton can afford at this time. Uh, Hakim Zayek has been looked at by Everton. He's a left-winger. Everton do not need any more left-wingers. They've been stockpiling them. He is immature. He's trouble. He comes with baggage. And his agent scoffed at the idea of interest from Everton and suggested he 
he would go to Arsenal or Liverpool should he decide to move to England. Declan Rice was looked at as centre-back. There seems to be some sustained interest there. You know, They have a centre-back on loan at the moment, so perhaps they're looking towards the summer, I don't know. In central midfield, if Guillaume leaves, uh, Decoy of Watford will become of interest. Uh, Everton have watched him on a couple of occasions already, I understand. And there is interest in both those players from PSG, so something can happen there. Watford have already lined up a replacement, so they're going to be more than happy. In terms of the striker role, I can't help a great deal. Salah has been looked at on a number of occasions. He would be a great option, but I don't believe there's any money on the table. There is interest in from elsewhere in in the Premier League, actually, you know, with the likes of Cardiff, but he'd be nuts to go there. Uh, Jean-Kevin Augusta. Um, RBL, Leipzig will be more... They're sick of the sight of him. They want him out. He's been nothing but trouble since he's been there, and this season have absolutely had enough with him. Everton, if they could involve Lookman in a deal, could do something if they want to. So they need to go and talk to them if they are interested. So that's about it. In terms of outgoings, well, maybe retirement for Jagielka at some point. Morales, you'd expect to go at some point. Oman I see he will go in January, almost certainly. Might need to be alone initially. Uh, McCarthy has no match fitness. He needs to get it. It'll be difficult to find Premier League clubs willing to take the risk, but they might get someone. Grias has said PSG is keen. Tosin is better than Everton think he is. He's not getting a run of games. Maybe he'll look for a loan. Certainly a possibility. But I would expect him to stay to the summer now, even if Everton do get a striker. Like, man, it's a psych out. See the pleasure lovers who live it like it is, where it's at. Make the scene with the rebels. The hippies who think that flower power rules over everything and everybody. Psycho! Dick Clark presents the hallucinatory world of the flower children as they parade up and down the streets of San Francisco's Haight-Ashbury district. Psycho was filmed entirely on location in hippie heaven. See the mind blowers in action. Watch the psychedelic dropouts as they psych out. Psych out. Psych out. You'll listen to the sound of green with the seeds in the strawberry alarm clock. Taste a moment of madness when you experience a psycho with Susan Strasberg and Dean Stockwell in psychedelic color from American International. Psycho. So, just a quick update on Fiorentina. As I spoke to somebody from from there earlier. They do still have an interest in Sander Berg, uh, but his reputation is growing, as is his price, so I don't see anything happening there. They would be open to taking Laszlo Markovic from Liverpool. His contract runs out in the summer. I think if Liverpool freed him in January and somebody covered the administration costs, it would be a good buy for them. Uh, their option to him is Nicola Sanson. It would be more expensive. They are interested in Gabardini as a striker, and they are interested in Viviano as a goalkeeper. He was, a, I think, he was at Arsenal for a little while. Uh, he's 
He's in Portugal, I think, at the moment. I think perhaps with sporting. But he wants to return to Italy. He's, I don't know, 33, 34, 35 now. And he'd be a good option as a second choice. So Fulham sat down with Chelsea not too long ago. And they made inquiries about four players as to their availability. One's clearly not an option. Two are perhaps options. And the other would be about for a loan for next season. Whether anything happens in January or not, I don't know. They do have an interest in John Joe Shelvey. Uh, John John Joe's at Newcastle may not fancy the move to Fulham. Or perhaps he wants to go back to London and thinks Claudio Ranieri can save the day there. Uh, they're another club also interested in Salah. Uh, again, I think it is unlikely he'd want to move there. If Everton actually were to go back for him, I think something can definitely be done without any doubts at all. Well, really quick one. Huddersfield need needs goals without any doubt at all. Solanke might be a viable option for them. He'd get a lot of first-team games in the Premier League. Perhaps Liverpool would be open to sending him on loan there if the player accepts it. Uh, another Option, I believe there's a little bit of interest in Uanayasa of Everton, so we can see there. I, I'm not sure of anything firm or any offers, but I think there is some interest. Just a quickie on Lazio. If they were to lose Milinkovic Savic, they will look to Remo Frula and Denis Suarez. Suarez is concerned about a lack of game time there, apparently, but he is potentially available. So Fulham sat down with Chelsea not too long ago and they made inquiries about four players as to their availability. One's clearly not an option. Two are perhaps options and the other would be about for a loan for next season. Whether anything happens in January or not, I don't know. They do have an interest in John Joe Shelvey. Uh, John John Joe's at Newcastle and may not fancy the move to Fulham. Or perhaps he wants to go back to London and thinks Claudio Ranieri can save the day there. Uh, they're another club also interested in Salah. Uh, again, I think it is unlikely he'd want to move there. If Everton actually were to go back for him, I think something can definitely be done without any doubts at all. Well, really quick one. Huddersfield need needs goals, without any doubt at all. Solanke might be a viable option for them. He'd get a lot of first-team games in the Premier League. Perhaps Liverpool would be open to sending him on loan there if the player accepts it. Uh, another option, and I believe there's a little bit of interest in Uanayasa of Everton. So we can see there. I, I'm not sure of anything firm or any offers, but I think there is some interest. Just a quickie on Lazio. If they were to lose Milinkovic-Savic, they will look to Remo Frula and Denis Suarez. Suarez is concerned about a lack of game time there, apparently, but he is potentially available. Uh, Liverpool, I'm not so sure too much will happen in January. They do need a goalkeeper at some point. Mignolet's you know, a decent backup, but the problem is that he wants to be a first-team player. They've looked at a, a couple of young centre-backs in Ruben Diaz. They've, it's a Benfica centre-back. There seems to be a lot of interest in him. They watched him in a national game against Croatia in September. And they popped along to see him play in the league now and again. 
uh, Dale Fry, who is at Middlesbrough. They have a declared interest. They've spoken with Middlesbrough. Uh, they need to, like many other clubs, bolster the homegrown quota. So he might be a very good option. In midfield, uh, Ramsey was looked at, but isn't going to happen. They are keen on Nicola Barela. Um, and he, he has been watched a couple of times recently by them. Again, not for the first time either. He is priced at the very high end of his market value, which isn't good. He's made it clear he wants to be a start. His preference is very much to stay in Italy. So unless they were to move on Nobby Cater, it's hard to see where he'd fit in to me. He's certainly not going to just sit around and do nothing. What they do need, though, is a left-sided midfield player. Uh, Diego Laxar only moved in the summer. I don't, he's not going to be available easily, but Liverpool have gone and looked at him yet again. Milan don't want to sell, but Liverpool obviously know that Milan do need funds. So perhaps they could do something. The young Mexican left winger, very tiny, tiny little chap, like looks like Charlie Drake. Diego Lanez, he's probably going to go to Ajax, so I think that will be the end of any Liverpool interest in them. In terms of people leaving Markovic, the club just seemed to screw up over and over. They need to just cut the ties, let him go. Milner, Perhaps in the summer we'll move on. Perhaps we could go back to Leeds. I don't know. I think that might be a very viable option. Certainly something that would interest him. Origi has got to make his mind up. They need to decide what to do. Galatasaray are quite keen on him. Something needs to be done. Few players could go on loan. And I would expect Marino to go in the summer. And Liverpool then to start looking Possibly at the left-back options they've got in the younger sides. Else, they could look elsewhere. Not sure it's a priority. I think, unless it's on the absolute fringes, Liverpool might not want to disturb the good season they're having by doing anything in January. So, Leon are not looking to make too many sales. They will try and maintain only one major sale a year. Uh, I suspect this year might see two go. I can see Husamayor going it, and I can see Fakir going. And they're sort of done a bit with them both at the moment. You know, they're finding they're being distracted by interest from elsewhere. Uh, though another side that looked at Ruben Diaz, I don't think anything will happen there. Again, there's another side that looks at uh, Totibo. Uh, maybe something's possible there. Diego Nunes, the Mexican kiddie. Again, it's been of interest, but I suspect he'll end up at Ajax. Nicolas Pepe, but he is going to have far better options to him. And again, Jonathan Bamber's been of interest to them. So they're looking at the upper end of the market. They're not easy to deal with at the best of times. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Again, I'm not so sure too much will happen in January. Yeah. 
another club where I don't think too much will happen in January is Manchester City. I think in terms of outgoings, Brahim Diaz, I would say, is probably another done deal now. Feeling is that it, it's all been agreed. In the summer, you know, maybe David Silva might be available. And I think the plan was to perhaps go to Las Palmas in 2019 or in 2020 when his contract expires. But they're going to need to start looking for a replacement. They're going to be buying at the higher end of the market where people will not be satisfied sitting on the bench. Again, Fernandinho, probably the summer he'll go. And again, they're already looking for a replacement for him. So, they, of course, you don't stop looking for players even though the transfer window is not open, even though there's no plan. Uh, they've looked at one bissaka of Crystal Palace. They don't want to sell him. And I don't think he'd move. It makes no sense to move unless you've got a guarantee of game time. And man, he's not going to go that at Crystal Palace. Junior Firpo has been of interest. He's, he's long-term Arsene Wenger-liked player, but Wenger did nothing about signing him. I suspect he won't end up at Manchester City and I understand Real Madrid will make an offer for him in January. Ozan Kabak signed a new contract with Galatasaray so any immediate moves unlikely but that may just have been to boost his value. Manchester City are quite clean. Leipzig, Arsenal, Fortuna Dusseldorf, Manchester United and particularly into Milan have been you know, looking at him. So, and that's really what led to the new contract. Uh, Ruben Neves, he's a player they've been keen on for a while, and they could look to him. They could actually look to striking a deal, which would, you know, you'd need to probably upset the player to some extent to get him interested. But with Fernandinho going, he does provide a very good option, I think, in the summer. They will make a move for him. Uh, Julian Vigel, price is going to be an issue. Dortmund may sell in January. It's it's not clear at the moment. Enderbele, seen by Guardiola as a Yaya Toure replacement. Suit Manchester City for years to come. Uh, the inquiry was made with Leon, and they said, well, give us ten times what we paid for him in the summer, which was €8 million, Euros. And you can have him. Well, it's an enormous step up. It's an outrageous price. So I think it's pretty unlikely. Elmkees, again, the Hoffenheim youngster, has been looked at. Barnett's been hawking him around. Frankie de Jong, Manchester City, very, very keen. Uh, and it's been increasing interest. But he is almost certainly going somewhere else. Uh, he's agreed a deal with Barcelona. Uh, they're working on finances at the moment still uh, about how much will be paid and particularly when it will be paid so I think that's very unlikely Ayor Manchester City approached Leon about him and made clear that you know only one key player will be allowed to leave this summer as I said it might be two we'll see uh, they do see Isco as a potential David Silver replacement Shall Felix, Benfica will look to hold on to him, give him a new contract. And a move to Manchester City won't get him game time. 
Lucas Paqueta again, you know, seen as a potential David Silva replacement, but again, would he get game time? We'd have to wait and see. If Mbappe were to be available, he was originally considered as an alternative to Marez, but I think they would push for him. They would be interested. There's no guarantee that's going to be the case. So just to touch on Manchester United, um, they remain interested in Milenkovic as a centre-back. He's financially viable, he's a target for Mourinho's time at Chelsea, but his price is on the rise due to interest from elsewhere. So something could be done, but it'll, you know, it'll need to be done quickly, I think. And, you know, there's not going to be much else, I wouldn't have thought. Douglas Costa is an option, but... Juventus would need to bring somebody in to replace them. And even though they're happy to 
make some money on him and get rid of him. They would probably prefer the summer than to now. Uh, the rest of it's really back burner stuff now. This manager situation or coach situation needs to be fixed. You know, what they're doing at the moment is not helping anybody really. So we'll see what happens. So quickly, Marseille, uh, they're not sure they will do much in January, but they they might be interested in Alberto Marino from Liverpool. I, you know, perhaps not January, perhaps in the summer, but they have tentatively inquired about him. Benatia is wanted back at Marseille and he's open to return. Something should be possible there. Uh, again, Jean-Claire Tadebo is very much of interest, but that might go if Benatia seals his return. Uh, there is interest in a player from Chelsea. There's interest in Moise Keane from Juve. And Joseph Martinez is another striker option they've been looking at. But right now they're they're talking to clubs all the time. Uh, they're in the position where they might lose their lady negotiator. She's got an offer from Barcelona and she might be interested in taking that up. Or she might decide to retire. There's also an Italian club very keen on her going there. So we'll have to see what happens. But that would make it difficult for them in some places because of the relationships with other clubs. Uh, Monaco's in a real mess at the moment. The club is up for sale. Uh, we're waiting to see what will happen though actually there might be some news mid-January they have looked at Yao Felix uh, Ben Fika are not interested in a deal for him certainly not to Monaco again the Mexican kid has been of interest in Lenez but I expect him to go to Ajax uh, Zadas is one player who I would expect to confirm the move I think it'll be in the summer he failed a medical last summer. He's had a metatarsal problem, but should still go ahead if he can prove his fitness. Andreas Pereira, seen as an option by them. Again, there's a Chelsea player they've spoken to the club about. Actually, there's two they've spoken to the club about. So, And something might be possible there in terms of uh, a permanent transfer. Uh, they're also quite keen on Moussa Dembele, should he become available. Not so sure he will be soon. In terms of outgoings, Falcao and Yuri Tillmans, he's, he can be considered to be available again. Uh, we'll see where the interest comes from. There is actually some from Italy, so we'll see what happens. So Newcastle, it's another club that it's uh, not only up for sale, actually a takeover is now quite close. We'll see the return to English football of uh, Peter Kenyon, I think. Uh, so it, it's really unclear what will happen, to be honest. It's unclear to me if Benitez will stay that much longer. We might just draw a line across. If that's the case, they might look to Brendan Rodgers. We'll have to wait and see. So in terms of players they've looked at and can afford or can't afford, I don't know. Uh, Francois Camano, again, the left winger, has been of interest. Gary Rodriguez is seen as an option to him. And... Again, Jonathan Bamber. Bamber's going to have a much higher profile soon and I suspect would not be interested in a club like Newcastle. Alan Saint-Maxime is a Rafa favourite. He would really like to take him. I don't know if anything can be done. Uh, he would like to sign Kennedy on a permanent basis. They've certainly looked at Jetro Willems at as an alternative, he he 
his name comes and goes. He was associated with Manchester United for a long time. Uh, Miguel Amiron, yes, something can be done there and they're working on it. Uh, Joseph Martinez and other possible striker options. And Tom Kearney of Fulham. Uh, it could get convoluted. And right now, I think it's unlikely to happen. It's not a position they need to fill unless Shelby were to leave. So that sort of pretty much sums up Newcastle. I have no idea what's going to happen. In their first appearance at the Hollywood Bowl, KHJ proudly presents The Doors. Friday night, July 5th, The Doors rock the bowl. Steppenwolf. Chambers Brothers and the doors happen at the Hollywood Bowl. Get your tickets now at Music City, House of Sight and Sound, all mutual agencies and the Bowl Ticket Office. July 5th, KHJ opens our summer concert season with the doors. Nice is nice and simple. They've got players that everyone wants, but they don't want to sell in January. Um, Adrian Tamezi might well go. He's the player Watford have lined up, should DeCorey leave. Uh, they do actually want a goalkeeper, and they would be open to taking Simon Mignolet from Liverpool, but that would mean Liverpool would need a replacement. So we'll have to wait and see what happens in January there. But they're keen on a goalkeeper in January. A real quickie about PSV. Richard Ledesma is a 17-year-old from Rail Salt Lake in the United States. And I think the deal can be considered pretty much done. And he is going to be a really good talent going forward. It's my prediction for the future. So RBL, uh, it's fairly straightforward. Uh, Jean-Kevin Augustin, they're sick of the sight of him. They want him gone as soon as possible. Uh, in the longer term, they're looking at players again like Tadebo's, another centre-back they're interested in. Uh, Amadou Herrera is a central midfield player. He has attracted attention from England as well. Initially, there might be some problems with a work permit, but there are a couple of English clubs who might be interested in sending Herrera on loan somewhere. Uh, Lookman of Everton remains of interest to them. If Everton want Augusta, they would want Lookman in return. Again, it's another club that looks, has looked at Jonathan Bamba. He's having a very good season. They have shown an interest in Bobby Duncan. It's another club to have done so. And Hakan Kanaglu, I can never remember how to pronounce it. Uh, it remains of interest. I mean, it's really a centre back, a central midfield option now. Uh, he's not doing well where he is. So going forward, you know, maybe they can do something. I don't know. But that's about it now. Um, terms of the sort of the half sister club, Salzburg. Uh, they want a right winger from Chelsea. It's not going to happen. He won't be going there. Uh, Real Betis is another club which is looking for a right winger. They're interested in Nicolas Pepe, but their interest, you know, is one of many, many clubs. So that's not going to happen either. As for Stad Ren in France, uh, George Kevin Enkadu becomes an option for them. Uh, which will please Tottenham, no doubt, but only if Saar were to move on. There's quite a lot of interest in him. 
but I'm not so sure he'll move in January. Uh, the price would need to be acceptable to him as well. Uh, they're looking at Emi Martinez as a goalkeeper, and I think that can be done. Uh, Thomas Kubek is going to leave, and he'll be straight replacement. And there's serious attention, really, really serious attention being paid to one of their kiddies called Lucas Takuna. And I think, again, it's, it's very much one for the future, but I'm told this is another really good prospect. So keep an eye out for Lucas Takuna. Very quick visit to Brazil. Santos won Barbosa and have made a decent offer for him. Um, and Barbosa may see the sense in staying in Brazil where he does well. Here's Peter and Gordon for McLean. It's McLean's such a favorite thing with a new kind of face that is wild. What a thing, what a thing, when you smile on the bell ring. Get a white, irresistibly white. Stuck with McLean. You gotta try a tube of McLean's. You're gonna have two surprises. Number one, the way it tastes, because McLean's isn't sweet, isn't weak. So I don't want to say too much about Schalke at the moment. They have spoken to Chelsea again about a player, and they have Bubba Rahman on loan that they would like to sign permanently. He's back and reasonably fit now. Uh, Munir, I, he's not good enough, but Barcelona would let him leave, of course. Uh, but their main priority is, again, sorting out this mess of a coaching situation that they've got themselves into. And it's sort of massive self-inflicted wounds. So I don't really know what will happen in the longer term there now. So Sevilla in Spain. Um, I can run through these fairly quickly. They have more targets than most. So Alberto Marino is possibly a very viable option for them in the summer, depends on what happens at Liverpool, uh, whether a, th- a longer contract can be sorted out, but I think it's unlikely. Uh, I would say that Sergio Ramos may return there in two years' time after a couple of... I think he'll leave Real Madrid in the summer, and I think he'll spend a couple of years elsewhere, and then he'll return to Sevilla. Uh, Giovanni Los Celso, uh, not sure what's happening with him at the moment, but they are really keen... Uh, they're also really keen on Pablo Fornals, but I think that's unlikely. Uh, Vicente Oboa. Well, Oboa's another central midfield player. It might well be possible. He was popular a while back. It's disappeared. Uh, Nicolas Pepe looks very unlikely. I don't think there's any chance. Uh, Stephen Bergwin's exactly the same. I don't think there's any chance for a move there. Uh, another one of these done deals, actually. Jao Malek uh, agreed, loaned to buy... In January, that's already sorted out. Um, they did make an approach for Maxi Lomez, and we're told he was happy at Celta Vigo. And Joseph Martinez said he was happy at Atlanta. So he's another one who might turn up in Europe soon, but it won't be at Sevilla.
trying to get something out of Southampton in terms of their intentions uh, again you know they've, they've spoken to Chelsea about some of the surplus players they have but I don't think anything will come of it um, centre back Raphael Toloi has been looked at they are quite keen on him they look made an inquiry about Eden Zacco as a forward as well um, I think they'll take the you know they'll take on Danny Ings in the summer uh, it's it's not an option to buy. They had a loan to buy, so you know. But they do need go- goals, and they've looked at Shoya Nakayima. I don't know whether he'd be a solution for him, and but we'll see what happens with the management situation now, and just see where it goes. Oh, Saint very quickly uh, is the other outlet possibly for George Kevinenkadu. If they're not priced out of a move, they don't have much money, but they they have shown an interest in him. 
So Spurs quickly. Um, again, they're in a bit of a mess. They're, they're continuing to look at players. There's a lot of players they looked at in the summer and they didn't do anything, of course. But you now start looking at the outgoings and you see, well, Alderweireld in the summer might well go. Dembele, China beckons for him. Roma might be an option. Uh, George Kevin Enkadu, he's you know, they want him gone as soon as possible. Fernando Laurenti, well, he, he'll leave in the summer. Uh, Wanyama, well, he doesn't play. He has no future at Spurs. They'll let him go. Uh, Victor Jansen, Nikola Vlasic will look to stay in Russia. Uh, Fernando Laurenti, oh, I've just mentioned him. So he's only going to leave once. And I think uh, Michel Vaughan will probably move on as well. So they have continued to look at players. They have major financial issues, not only having to pay for the new ground, but it's costing them crippling amounts of money with nothing happening at the moment and probably late February before they play their first home game there. So with their concern about Orderwell that they won't get as much money as they wanted, they should have sold him in the summer, lesson learned. They have looked at Nathan Aki of uh, Bournemouth. I think it's probably unlikely, but it is possible. Uh, they've certainly looked at another centre-back option in Joachim Anderson. Uh, Enderbeely, you know, I I was told back in January that one senior Arsenal scout that had been watched several times by Arsenal and Spurs and both were keen. Since then, Arsenal turned elsewhere, picked up somebody else. Leon took up their option to buy, but said they'll profiteer if you offer them ten times the money. That will cut Spurs out of it completely. So we can forget that. Uh, at left back, one um, Bissaka is again a Crystal Palace player has been looked at. Um, I don't think anything will happen there. They remain keen on Adrian Rabio, but he's going to end up elsewhere. He won't be moving to Spurs, I don't think. Uh, again, Frankie de Jong was a player they were interested in. He's going elsewhere. Hector Herrera, they had the opportunity to do something a couple of months ago and don't appear to have done it yet so their attention has turned to Andre Gomez, a Barcelona player who's on loan at the moment he's at Everton, Everton are going to want to try and keep him, Spurs are a more attractive option so he has to probably think about it in the summer Senge's under uh, moves unlikely Ewan Tillmans, they could return with an offer if Rabiot and De Jong are off the table. Possibility, but they haven't done so just yet. Amadou Diawara, natural replacement for Dembele, but I doubt Napoli would be open to selling him. Sander Berg uh, would be a great buy, but tension from elsewhere is ramping up. Bergwin's been looked at, they're keen. Don't see anything happening in the short term. Uh, they still, for reasons well beyond me, have an interest in uh, Joel Asoro. He's playing for Swansea in the championship, I think, at the moment. Um, he's seen as a Fernando Laurenti replacement, but to be honest, he'd be a reserve team player at best, as far as I can tell. So it seems pretty dumb. They do need to find a striker, though. They do need a backup for Kane. So, you know, maybe they'll be pushing for a striker in January. I don't know. It probably depends on the outgoings as well and the ramping up debts. Uh, Valencia will look to try and do something at 
largely unclear what. Uh, they want a central midfield player. Uh, they are interested in Denis Suarez of Barcelona. It's surprising because they've actually already agreed to loan uh, Murillo to Barcelona and would have thought we might have been able to tie the two up there, at least get a loan to the end of the summer. So that's another one of the done deals, Murillo. Andreas Pereira is another option that they see. Um, they will probably lose Puccini back to Fiorentina. If Fiorentina can come up with the money, he wants to go back, that's for sure. So Watford, um, assuming Decoy goes, and I think there's every chance he will, um, he's going to end up either Everton or perhaps PSG. Uh, Adrian Tamizi's sort of, it's not a done deal yet because it's dependent upon Decoy leaving, but there have been discussions and there's a tentative agreement in place. There is an option to him in Simon Zakowski. I'm not sure anything could be done there. Um, 
and I'm not sure the work permit situation either, but I understand that uh, Zakowski does remain in their thoughts. So West Ham return to, you know, look at Barboza. Player doesn't really want the move. There's been discussion with Palace and Marseille. Santos want to buy him. And that would be by far and away the best solution for the player. Again, Munir, I don't think he's good enough, but West Ham have shown an interest in him. Valentino Lazaro, he's a right back, right wing back. West Ham have watched Hertha Berlin play and they are keen on him. Hertha aren't keen to sell, but you could see something happening. Um, Sammy Nancy, I... I have no feelings about this at all, but it seems that they are going to try for a few months just to see how it goes. In terms of outgoings, well, you know, it's it's the usual story. You know, Andy Carroll, if fit, might be able to leave if somebody will take the risk. Sam Byron probably needs West Ham to help him kickstart his career elsewhere. Um Declan Rice doesn't sign a new contract. There are options for him. You know, there's all sorts of like little stuff going on like that, but there's nothing really that firm. Um, they should be a reasonably attractive club. You know, the government's gifted them a stadium. You know, you should all go and take your seat there because I think the taxpayers paid for it. Um, but they struggle. Right? This sort of odd approach they have and the owners getting involved in purchases is just not working just to touch on Wolfsburg Yunus uh, Akgun is a youngster he's again one of these players touted for a good future he was wanted by Roma in the summer but they didn't believe it was the right time Monchi says he will return for him but Wolfsburg are keen as well uh, in terms of Wolverhampton Wanderers, I don't expect too much initially. Uh, they have a couple of issues they need to sort out. Uh, Jean-Claire Tadebo is, yet again, it's another club interest him. I don't think anything will happen there. But much will depend on exits. It is not out of the question that Dendonka could go. So, I appreciate I've not done most of the larger Italian clubs, the Milanese clubs, Juve, I've not done Barcelona or Real Madrid, and I will return to do those. Uh, the difficulty is that they have like such vast numbers of players that they look at, you know, and you think, well, you know, it's hard to try and decipher what's going on there. You can talk to agents and representatives and people of clubs, and people just don't know. People don't know how to overcome this. There's a meeting in Neon, uh, which is Geneva, in mid-January about a bunch of other stuff, but some business will be done there. There is a fair amount of business that's already happened. You know, certainly, as I'm saying, Murillo moving to Barcelona for six months to give them cover has already happened. That's a done deal, which is what everyone likes to hear. Jao uh, Malak and Sevilla is another deal that's effectively, you know, it's already agreed. Uh, Real Madrid have actually also agreed a couple of deals already. So, uh, you know... That will affect what else happens. Money will affect what happens. Palacios, you know, should be done next week, I think. And we'll see what happens there about the coach. 
David Brinkley is on vacation. I'm Chet Huntley, NBC News. The big rock music festival in New York State in a little helpless town called Bethel has attracted 300,000 people. Today, the management begged all others not already there, please, to turn around and go home. Most of the 300,000 are young. Many are long-haired. Some like to turn on with drugs, and there have been problems about that. And all of them, for reasons which baffle most of their elders, if not betters, are crazy enough to crowd into an area so jammed that the management has had to fly doctors in and out by helicopter. Oh, yes, there was music. Bethel seemed bemused by the whole thing. Pop music festivals have been held throughout the country for a few years, and they've become more and more popular. But no one, not even the promoters who promised this would be the biggest event ever, were ready for this. Yesterday, more than 300,000 people showed up, each to do his thing in his own way. And they camped, using what seemed like all the possible ways for camping, on Max Yeager's 650-acre farm. They promised not to bother his 350 milk cows. Even a gathering of peace and music has its problems. There is a food shortage, not enough sanitation facilities or water. Traffic is still absolutely impossible. By today, there were thousands of minor injuries and doctors and nurses were flown in to help. And it rained last night. That aggravated the situation. So there are lots of complaints about poor planning. But most people don't seem too upset about such problems. For the most part, the mood here is refreshing. More than 300,000 people getting along under the common banner of peace and music and love. Lem Tucker, NBC News, at the music festival in upstate New York. Real Madrid have also, I would say, Brahim Diaz has completed and Rodrigo goes. He'd agreed to join in July 2019 but Real Madrid are trying very hard to move that forward to January to make sure they've got cover they do need to make some holes in the team and there is some really interesting stuff going on there at the moment so we'll have to look out for that one next time But nothing can change the shape 